can get cued when we're about to go live, and it was going live three, two, one. So, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Special hello to Marky. She just commented saying that she's taking off. She can't hear us, and she has to hop off, but just, she just wanted to say hi. Marky is flying home today for a funeral, um, and so we love you, and yeah, she'll be back next week, but right now you've got me and Buddy. Welcome to Family Chat, guys. Welcome. Do you like the Buddy and I are really brightly colored today? Guys, everybody in the studio today decided that they were going to show up dressed in black or, or very dark, dark, dark blue, gray. You mean navy? That's not navy. I blend in with my navy cup. That's not navy. No. Guys, what color is Buddy's shirt right now? Comment below. Tell us what color it is. And as you're doing that, take a second and just hop over to the share button and click the share button. Today's broadcast is going to be such a good one. We're on family chat right now. <laughs> William says your shirt is gravy. Uh, followed by Bible trivia and then five second challenge, confessions, top ten, and then what's the word? What a good day. I really like that Julie has also embraced the gravy color like that's gonna be what i call it from now on that's your gravy shirt okay arabella says gray or very dark blue kevin nowicki says gray question mark um notice kevin okay everyone put in the comments how do you spell gray yes is it g-r-a-y or g-r-e-y because we've seen both now in the comments i i want it to be g-r-e-y i feel like that's the british way to spell it also Ooh. that's how they spell it on gray's anatomy um, but isn't that a person's name? It is a person's name. Okay. So I feel like the proper way is A-Y in America. But I could be wrong. This is just me guessing. Um, Rachel says A-Y. Priscilla says that she thinks that your shirt is blue-gray. Um, Arabella says blue A-Y. Julie says both. E-Y in England, A-Y in America. William, you always have my back with this stuff. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Are, are you, like, <laughs> accepting that it's gray? No. <laughs> See, navy is like more of a rich blue. This is like navy that see, got attacked with gray. See, that's totally navy. Mm, it's like more toward navy, but it's not navy. I don't feel like it's navy anyway. That's okay, okay, guys, before we hop into our family chat questions, you know how you always search the internet for the prices, right? Yeah. And you get to show us the weird things that you found? Oh, yeah. I searched the internet yesterday, and Ooh. I found a super interesting thing. And guys, we're going to chat about what I found. Buddy, Buddy doesn't know about this. So, Eo, will you put up the weird thing that I found on the internet yesterday? And I want Buddy's feedback. Uh, whenever you can, if you know how. Look at this thing that I found. Look how little this person is. Like, they're just crazy. I have. Have you? I have. <laughs> I have seen that video before. Have you? How have, have you seen I? the video? Oh, because that was me. What? <laughs> yes. What? Breaking brand new information. <laughs> I wasn't anticipating this. <laughs> it was going to be yesterday, but that's the thing ah, that wasn't working properly. <laughs> I understand. That's okay. Yeah, what? That so me. what was that? Uh, so at our old church, we would do a variety show every year. And, um, and the staff would always do, uh, like, their own little thing. Dance battles? Well, 
Well, that's without. <laughs> that's what we did that year. We had like black lights and wore white, and I had a ski mask on, and and uh, yeah, I was dancing. <laughs> Guys, it's a super impressive video. <laughs> Serena posted it yesterday that said that one time that Buddy let his choreography skills fly, and it yeah. was it was impressive. What's the dance where you're like kicking and like scooting? I don't know what dances are called because I'm oh, it's it's sport. from Fort. It's one of the Fortnite dances. I don't know. It, what is it? EO calls it the hype. Oh, hype, um, yeah. It was really impressive. You, If you're not friends with Serena Crabtree yet, become her Facebook friend mm -hmm. and go watch that video. That is the most watched video <laughs> that I have posted on my Facebook. It has like over 2,000 views. It was. And a lot of shares. It was so good. I mm -hmm. I had both of your little sections of your dance clipped, but the other yeah. one had Tricky playing in it. So I was like, I don't uh, know if that's copyright issue. So I went for yeah. the Cotton Eye Joe one. You don't think Cotton Eye Joe's copyright? It's You hear more cheering than any song. <laughs> okay, I got you. <laughs> Serena says, hi, that's the one to go follow for fun buddy videos. Um, but Or William says, I feel like that was inspired by TF2. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Um, <laughs> Julie says, Wow, great dancing. Who knew, buddy? Kevin says that video yeah. makes brings me joy. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I feel like this is something that needs to be created because your caption on that video was, I love working with these like people or these creative people. Mm. I also want to know that you love working with us, so I want to see a dance-off happen. <laughs> it can be between you and whomever you choose. <laughs> This is, and just that, like that, Julie from the sound booth was like, Kevin Buck. Yeah. <laughs> See, that was all scripted and pre, and pre, you know, choreographed and practiced on multiple occasions. It was super impressive. It was. It, it was a it was really a great video. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Jade says, it doesn't take long to figure out which one is Buddy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. Because I have such great dance moves, I understand that. Not, not going to lie, like, I knew it was you before, but as soon as you busted into your little, like, whatever the dance is, where you yeah. squat down and kick, I was like, I've seen him do that. That's yep. Buddy. Mm -hmm. um, okay. First question of the day, welcome to the scouring the internet video time. Your wife was involved with that, by the way. She gave oh, me permission. Oh, I'm okay with that. What word do you often mispronounce? Um, <laughs> Priscilla wants a buddy versus Jade dance off, and Jade That's says, funny. sure. Jade's in. Cool. <laughs> uh, William said, Worcestershire. Yes. How do you say Wor that word, guys? Worcestershire. Worcestershire? Wor Worcestershire. How do you say almost wrong, Belzy? <laughs> almost. I'm uh, uh, um, lost. Am lost. <laughs> oh, Rachel says that Arabella says almost. Okay. You know what other word Arabella says really interesting? Um, salmon. Salmon. She'll say salmon. I'd like to have the grilled salmon, please. <laughs> um, Jade says caramel. Yeah, caramels, like, there are some words that are just divisive because different parts of the country say them weird. Like, there's caramel, there's mm -hmm. caramel, there's yeah. caramel. Um, um, gyro. Yeah, I don't know. Is it gyro? Is it hero? Euro, euro. 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 Gyro, gyro. I call it gyro. That makes me think of the Slumdog Millionaire song. Did you ever listen? Mm -hmm. The Jai Ho! <laughs> yeah. All two of you who understood that, you're my people. <laughs> um, yeah, how do you pronounce almost? She says almost. Almost. She'll, she'll say almost. Almost. Um, so I don't know as though no. I mispronounce a word often, 
a lot. Like, I'm sure I do, I just can't think of one, but I know the word that I sp have spelled wrong consistently, and it's guarantee. I always... Uh, forget where the U goes. Yeah, I'm like, G-U-A, G-A-R-U, and... G-A-R-U, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, Jade, a gyro, gyro, hero, whatever the heck you want to call it, is like a, it's like a flatbread with lamb meat on it. What kind of food is it? Like, Greek food? Yeah, it's Greek. I know you've seen it before, Jade. Like, mm. I, I know you've seen it. I'll text it to you later. Um, okay, next. Oh, no, whoa, before. Um, Jade says, elementary is mine. Yeah, I, I do say that one. It just depends Pr on my mood. Priscilla says, I say wash for wash. Truth. Another thing that a lot of people down here pronounce wrong is, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> whoa! Sorry, that, I just realized that that was very that just came accusatory. Super aggressive. But oil. <laughs> Is oil here? I'm, I needed to go get an old change. An old change? Like, is it old? Like ye old? You just told all of the South <laughs> that they pronounced oil wrong. <laughs> well, there's an I in there. There's but my, my twin sister, though, my twin sister, just to get off of what I just said, um, <laughs> she she would add an R, an extra R in crayon. She would say mm. crayon. Mm -hmm. She's like, can you hand me a crayon? I'm like, no. Julie just put in the comments that she has a friend, I have that same friend, that says breakfast and not breakfast. And I did not know what word she was saying for the first many times she said it. I'm like, I, I don't know when we're going to have food. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Kevin says, wow, no wonder they hate us Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder. No wonder. William wants to know if, uh, if a gyro is like a Greek enchilada. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Serena says that her grandparents say soda for soda. That's yeah. a northern thing. Like, that's mm. a Canadian northern. Is it your Canadian yeah. grandparents? Is no, that what we're talking no, about? that's her Long Island grandparents. Oh, I understand. That's a whole different. It is. That's a whole yeah. different dialect. Like okay. they say sauce instead of sauce. I love that though. That's sauce. just an accent. Like Some that's clam sauce. That's just cute. I like mm. that. Okay, next question. Let's move on to a happy one. Oh, apparently not. We're gonna go for advice. <laughs> what popular trend <laughs> bothers you? <laughs> Let's go for a happy conversation, guys. What grinds your gears? <laughs> um, let's see. I don't. Okay, so I'm not like bothered, but I don't love going on Instagram and seeing 20,000 dancing videos of little teeny boppers who aren't dancing and who are just like chicken dancing like in front of their camera. The yeah. internet doesn't need to see that. When in my day, we just did that in front of the mirror and that's <laughs> yeah. what we call it. That was good. fine. <laughs> you had a hairbrush. Like Lizzie yes. McGuire. Tell you what, son, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the majority of my childhood right there. Um, Rachel says being rude and cruel to people. Rachel just got really deep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm talking about Instagram videos, and she's like, being cruel, it's so bad. <laughs> it's true. Um, yes! Cindy Orr says the Christmas elf trickster. That elf on the shelf oh, thing the shelf. is so, if you do it, Amen. Good for you. Like that to each their own. I don't like it. I heard people say, like, this is the perfect gear to get rid of Elf on a shelf. Just say that he died of COVID. Yep. <laughs> oh, 
buddy. The elf didn't I'm make sorry. it, guys. Like, <laughs> he died of COVID. Sorry. sorry. I saw someone put theirs in like a bottle, and it's like the elf is quarantined until Christmas. <laughs> Super That's sorry. Funny. I don't like that either. When I taught kindergarten, my kindergartners would sneak that elf into their backpack. But the thing with the elf, okay, I'm going on a soapbox, I and I know that. I'm on a soapbox. But the thing with the elf is that if you touch it, it dies. So, like, the kids would somehow wrap it up in a towel or a blanket or their coat or something, hide it in the backpack, and then freak out whenever I was like, you need to get your folder to put your homework in. They're like, the elf is in there, and if you touch it, he dies. So it's, do Did I... Did you just reach in... <laughs> Well, that's the, that's the conundrum that I'm in. I'm like, do I shatter a five-year-old's Christmas dreams fantasies right now, or do I disrupt an entire day because they were deceitful and shoved their elf into their backpack? Mm -hmm. And it was- You could just say, he's, a, he's already dead. <laughs> again, like these are the thoughts I had to put Here, down. <laughs> listen, listen to his heartbeat, there is none. How, I can't listen to him because I can't touch him, but guys. I was gonna say, for, for that answer, like all, all of our answers are not like happy conversation things. I was gonna say the feminism, the feminizing of mankind. But look at our comment, people. <laughs> William says, shatter the dreams. The dreams can die. Like, you people are with us today. That's good. I'm glad that we're all in a mood today. Like, that's, that's exciting. William says, I never had an elf on the shelf, and I'm glad. Um, Natalie does not like Elf on the Shelf either. And then Arabella said that she had one in fifth grade, or in fifth grade her teacher got one. It's true. I know that teacher and I love her. Like she's yeah. a peach and that's great. But I just, I never liked them because they would, <laughs> my coworker in that same school, she banned them. Like <laughs> I think she like threatened basically that if the elf came, the elf would disappear forever and he'd never come back. So like that's the kids funny. were so scared. But then like they all, okay, I need to be done. Like I have, I have many opinions on this one. I could have done like a top 10 of, why the elf on the shelf is not great. But that's not what we're doing today. Today, guys. What a great family chat <laughs> this has been. What a happy time. It all started with Buddy's dance it, moves. We should just change it to family rant. Guys. Welcome to family rant, everybody. You know, sometimes that's what family chats are. There that's are some true. family dinners that turn into that. That's true. But how many people would watch family rant? I would, um. I would watch that. Buddy probably wouldn't, but I would watch that. Um, Okay, but no, here's, here's what's going on today. I mm -hmm. am super excited about top 10 because we're doing my top 10 worst Christmas characters. So we're sticking so, with this mood today. So, we're we're just sticking with it. <laughs> sticking yeah, with it. Not every Christmas movie is jam-packed full of Christmas characters. So today when we get to top 10, yeah. that's what we're talking about. From right now, we're going to hand it over to Buddy because Buddy wants to give you free money. So do I, but Buddy's the one doing it, so go Buddy. Uh, it's Bible Trivia, followed by Five Second Challenge. Kevin Buck and I get to be teammates today, and we're gonna have such great teamwork and a cute little bell that like has a smiley face on it. Amen. So it'll be happy. Followed by Confessions, and then Top 10, and then what's the word? What's the word is gonna be so good today, guys? I'm really oh. excited about it, but... <laughs> I was just, you know... You're just reaching down to... my laptop. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, here in the living room. Mm -hmm. Side note, real quick, look by your arm on the green, or on our TV monitor. Have you ever, uh, I no, you were there when I found out. Guys, look how sad the teddy bear is behind oh. Buddy's arm. Look how sad the teddy bear is. So sad. He's just, oh. He, he <laughs> it's so good. Okay, I need to be done now because I'm, yes. I, I'm done. I love you guys. I'm gonna hand it over to Buddy. Hi, Mama Chris. 
that was like squirrel mode. <laughs> it's time for Bible trivia. Bible trivia. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Bible Trivia. This is where you have an opportunity, you guys have an opportunity to win a gift card on us. So I'm super excited about this, so we're just going to kind of jump into this thing, all right? Uh, for those of you who this is your first time on Bible Trivia, here's how we like to give you your answers. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to give you five multiple choice questions. And, uh, and what we want you to do is, we, in the comments, we want you to put the number of the question as well as A, B, C, or D, whatever your answer is. That way we know which question you're on and we know what your answer is, all right? Um, and also, we're, whoever is the first person to give us the correct answer on our screen, you're going to be the one to get a um, gift card on us, all right? Are you guys ready for Bible trivia? We're jumping into this thing, all right? Question number one. Question number one for Bible trivia. Who was the father-in-law of Moses? Was it A, Abraham? Was it B, Jethro? Was it C, Nathan? Or was it D, Curtis? Curtis. Who was the father-in-law of Moses? Was it A, Abraham? B, Jethro? C, Nathan? Or D, Curtis? The correct answer, I, I'm seeing the answers coming in. The correct answer is, 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 is B, Jethro. Well done. That one goes to William Aldridge. I'd just like to let everyone know, Serena put in the comments, Curtis, that's Buddy's father-in-law. Yes, that is my father-in-law. All right, guys. Well, well done, William. That one goes to you. You get a gift card on us. All right. <laughs> he said that buildup was wonderful. Thank you, William. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Question number two. Question number two for today's Bible trivia. Who wrote both a gospel and a series of epistles in the New Testament? Was it A, Peter, B, Luke, C, John, or D, Paul? Who wrote both a gospel and a series of epistles in the New Testament? Was it A, Peter, B, Luke, C, John, or D, Paul? I'm seeing the answers coming in. They're coming in quick, and I'm seeing a, a variety of answers for this one. I'm seeing a, who wrote both a gospel and a series of epistles, Peter, Luke, John, or Paul? The correct answer is, in fact, See John. He wrote the Gospel of John, and he wrote 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. So that one goes to, once again, William Aldridge over on YouTube. William, you are doing such a great job on this. Well done, William. All right, guys, it is time for question number three. 
Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. I really hope you guys heard that. Question number three. Which chapter of the Bible is known as the love chapter? Is it A, 1 Corinthians 13? Is it B, John 15? Is it C, Jeremiah 29? Or is it D, Genesis 1? Genesis 1. Which chapter of the Bible is also known as the love chapter? The happy old love chapter. Is it A, 1 Corinthians 13, B, John 15, C, Jeremiah 29, or D, Genesis 1? I'm seeing the answers coming in. I see the correct answer. The correct answer is, in fact, A, 1 Corinthians 13. That's where you get all the nice and happy love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't envy, doesn't boast, it is not self-seeking, and stuff like that. It never fails. And stuff like that. That goes to Arabella over on YouTube. William said, my brain went blank because I started thinking about the love boat. <laughs> okay, William. <laughs> All right, well, that goes to Arabella over on YouTube. Well done, Bella. All right, guys. All, all my homies over on Facebook. I just said homies, which I haven't said since the last time I jokingly said homies, which was like in the 90s. But all my homies over on Facebook... Guys, I have faith in you. Let's get a win over there on Facebook. All right, question number four for today's Bible trivia. What two commands does all the law and prophets depend on, according to the words of Jesus? Is it A, love God and love your neighbor? Is it B, don't sin and live holy? Is it C, feed the widow and care for the orphan? Or is it D, don't be bad, be good? What two commandments does all the law and the prophets hang on? I'm seeing them coming in. I'm seeing them coming in quickly. All right, what was... Barrett said definitely D. <laughs> what, do, what commands does all the law and prophets depend on? It is indeed and in fact A, love God and love your neighbor. Actually, the full thing is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and strength. And the second is like love your neighbor as yourself. First of such, all the, why am I quoting that? You guys got it. Well done. That one goes to Cindy Orr over on YouTube. Well done, Cindy. We got another win over on YouTube. Serena says, ha ha D. I think she thinks I'm funny. My wife thinks I'm funny, guys. That's always good. That's always good. Yes. All right, guys. Now we're jumping in to question number five. Question number five for today's Bible trivia. How did the angel purify Isaiah when he said, I am a man of unclean lips? Was it A, a sacrifice? Was it B, the word of God? Was it C, a burning coal? Or was it D, a bar of soap? I mean, if he was a man of unclean lips, I'm telling you, a bar of soap in the mouth. <laughs> Barrett said, that's what my mom used. All right, well, also, I'd just like to let you guys know, we just reached our 100th commenter of the day, and that was Cindy Orr. Cindy Orr. <laughs> Hello, everyone. That was Cindy Orr. Uh, well done, Cindy. All right, now, did we, we didn't give you the answer. What is the answer <laughs> of question number five? It is C, a burning coal, and guess who won that? Cindy Orr. William Aldridge. William. William, well done. You got that question right. You know what, guys? I think we're going to be generous today. Let's do one more. 
Let's do question six because we're, we're having a generous day and question six has been sitting there for like <laughs> weeks. Question number six, which two disciples were also known as sons of thunder? Was it A, James and John? Was it B, Peter and Andrew? Was it C, Matthew and Thomas? Or D, Thor and Loki? Which two disciples were known as sons of thunder? Do you get the Thor and Loki joke? Because, you know. Which two disciples were also known as sons of thunder? Was it James and John, Peter and Andrew, Matthew and Thomas, or Thor and Loki? The correct answer is... James and John, sons of thunder, coming down the street from their fishing place, bringing thunder where they go. Don't mess with them, sons of thunder. Well done, Arabella. You get that one. All right, I'm done with Bible trivia. We're moving on now to the five-second challenge with Barrett and Kevin. We'll see you right there. What's up, guys? Welcome to the blackout. <laughs> I was not exaggerating. We're all like this today, all of us. <laughs> Dark. Except there. Priscilla. Priscilla is boomerang blue. So uh, Barrett told me. Jade's excited. I'm sorry. Oh, that's woo, awesome. Woo, woo. So Barrett told me that we lost uh, viewers during my little we did. song about the Sons of Thunder, and I would just like to apologize. <laughs> I, I stopped watching. Now behind the camera. <laughs> um, Great. Come back now. It's time to come back. Also, yes. I'm really excited about this because Kevin and I have been in sync all during that segment. Ooh. We were saying the same things and commenting the same things. He'd look at his phone. He's like, oh, I said that. Yep. That's so right. it's going to be a good we are one. ready to go. All right. So we have a happy little bell. It literally is a happy little <laughs> bell because it has a little smiley face on it. I don't know what to make of it. Like, I'm happy we have it, but I also feel like Pastor got it, so he didn't have to hear me say ding again. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's also like possible. That's yeah, when we do the Bake Right show, it's got a ding for the, you know, thing being done. The stove yeah. has a ding. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's the stove's ding. Yes. Ding. Not me. Anyway, so welcome to Five Second Challenge. Uh -huh. Here's how this game goes. All right, what we do is we have... Uh, Something that comes up on the screen. <laughs> Something. Something. It's no going to be a word. Why. It's going to be a word. Actually, today, we, for this segment, we usually have themes. Yeah. Today's theme is Christmas songs. Yay! Christmas songs? Here's the, here's the thing, though. She's going to eat. We're okay. together. We're a team. I know, but I, you're going to be better at giving clues because you can no, sing them. No, no, you're going to do great. I have, I believe in you. So here, here's the thing about this, about this one though. All right, we're going to put a Christmas song on the screen. One of them will be looking. The other one will not be looking at the screen. Okay. Um, and you will have five seconds to get the other person to guess what Christmas song is on the screen. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor says, anyway, shut up, guys. It's time to get going. Buddy. 
The, the parentheses was not spoken by me. It, but that was the inner monologue <laughs> happening. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Anyway. There it is. There it is. Anytime so, you're so, so what? Uh, I like you guys. You guys are great. All right. Um, I lost my train of thought now. Five seconds. Five seconds. You have five seconds to get the get to guess whatever the Christmas song is. All okay, right. Do we have five now, seconds to give the clue? No, you have five seconds to give the clue and to get the answer. That's going to be a tough. It's going to be great. But since we're doing Christmas songs, you cannot hum, or whistle, or sing the song. All right. Okay, Burger Meister, Meister Burger. <laughs> you you can do say certain lyrics, but you just can't sing it. All right. Since I'll as be long I'll as be don't generous. Say the title in it. Yeah, as long as you don't say the title. You cannot Kay. say the title, all right? Kay. Does that make sense? You have yep. five seconds. Yes. You have five seconds. And then when, once the five seconds are up, I'm going to ding the bell. Okay. He's going to really want Just because you want to use the bell. bell. Yes. Yep. That's why the bell's here. Okay, I'm ready. All right, okay. well. Who's looking first? Uh, Kevin, I'll have you look at the screen first, all right? All right. I'll look you right ready? at you, Kevin. Are you guys ready? That's great. Let's put our first one up. I believe um, you. Cold guy made into balls and played with the children. Frosty the Snowman? Yes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I got five seconds, okay? You That's all I got to work with. <laughs> you literally melted. Like, I watched you disintegrate as the clue was being given. <laughs> Cold guy made in Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. I knew. <laughs> Magic says, you oh. try this. Come on <laughs> here and try that. Okay. Jane says that you're ruining the game with all the rules. <laughs> wow, okay. Okay. No more okay. rules. You got Joni. Joni's laughing. Good job, Kevin. <laughs> cool, okay. <laughs> Suddenly, I just had a lot. I'm, ha I'm really enjoying this segment now. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, next one. Okay. Um, it's a color, and it's things that jingle. It's this, but it's a color that looks like gray. Jingle bells? I'd... A color that looks like gray. Silver bells. Yay. Should we that? count that, guys? Can I get that before the bell? Okay, I heard a bunch of yeses. <laughs> okay, thank you for your mercy. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> All right, well done. That was Silver Bells, you know. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. All right. <laughs> Next one. Oh, Kevin's looking. Barrett's not. Yep. Lord, Next one. Let's put it up on the screen. <laughs> oh, it's a color and the, and the holiday, So, but it's about being depressed. Blue Christmas. Yes. It's about I'll being depressed. <laughs> it's about being depressed. <laughs> it's about being depressed. I mean, that could be a multitude of the Christmas songs. Now. That's true. That is. Yeah, true. really. I don't know why. All right, well Ready? done. All right, Barrett, look, Kevin, no, no, don't get any other You can't look because Barrett's looking. Like, yeah. Pastor's laughing and then saying spontaneous song. <laughs> People are very excited. Okay. Next. All right, next one. Um, it's about a little child that gets a very noisy instrument and he is small. He's going to Bethlehem. Little drummer boy. Yay! Okay. Well done. Easy instrument. Yes. I said the word little, and when I said little child, I'm like, oh no, I said the word little. Oh, you're right. You don't get that. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And just like that, Buddy lost the audience. <laughs> <laughs> With all my rules, okay, I will I, not be a burger meister, yes. meister burger. <laughs> all right, next one. Let's put it up on the screen. <laughs> Oh dear, this is a song you hear on the radio around Thanksgiving. It's about a, an elderly person in your family who got Grandma hurt. got run over <laughs> by a reindeer. Yep. There you go. <laughs> there you are, an elderly person in your family. 
I'm like, I had no idea where we were going. I'm like, one that comes on after Thanksgiving, and then as soon as you said old, I'm like, oh, grandma. Yeah, well, they usually play it. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. I, I like William's small percussion kid. <laughs> small percussion <laughs> kid. There you go. I guess that works. Putting another word to it. <laughs> okay. Did I spell reindeer wrong? I spelled reindeer wrong. <laughs> it's okay. The deer is raining yes. in heavenly places. Yeah. I was okay. with you. I like it. All right. Next okay. one. Next. You're looking on that. Yep. Kevin, I think you may need to speak up because we have a commenter who says that your voice is being extra right. soft today. Not nice. <laughs> Spanish, Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. You only needed three seconds anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Always hear Kevin. Sometimes you don't want to, okay? No, we want to. <laughs> Especially on a broadcast, we want to. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Kevin Nowicki, old maternal person traffic accident. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm enjoying this. I'm this enjoying this so much. This is a good one much. today. This is like renamed. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Come on. This is like the pitch meeting of song titles. Yes. Like I'm very excited <laughs> the about little this. Little changing. The little. William well, said Yuletide Spaniards. <laughs> Joni said she thought it was the mic. It, it sometimes can be the mic, but Kevin is just our soft-spoken, our soft-spoken one. He says that very nice. My wife calls me a low talker. <laughs> Sorry. All I'm right. Working, working on that. All right. Who's next? Kevin, you're looking very. You're yep, not. I'm correct? staring at Kevin. All right. Next one. Oh, another color and the holiday, but this time it's a brighter color, a little more like the wind, the lights. What? <laughs> color holiday. What? White, <laughs> White Christmas. White Christmas. Color it's like blue Christmas, blue Christmas, but white, white Christmas. It's another color, but it's brighter. Brighter <laughs> color than blue. Like the light. We just said white wasn't a color. You and You're I just right. talked it's about a, this. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I'm sorry. Arabella wants us to know that the most played song in Brazil is Silent Night. Good. Okay, William. That was a William type I like comment. That. I like that song. <laughs> Williams and Pale Hanukkah. <laughs> okay, not the same. I love Yeah, not William. the same. But, okay. you know, I um, like it still. Are there I'm any sorry. more? Are there I'm any sorry. more? I fell on that one. Okay. There's one more. Last Bear look, one. Kevin Dolan. I, thank you. Okay, I'm looking. Final one. Let's bum, put it up. Bum. Um, this is one that's now a controversial s song. It's about somebody coming over to someone's house, and it's too chilly outside for them to walk home. Yeah. Maybe it's cold outside. Yeah. I thought it, that we each had five seconds. Or yeah, but, five you seconds but you said it's chilly outside. When oh, I did say outside. outside. I'm sorry, outside. Kev. Yeah, yeah. That's my fault. But, oh, well. you know, I'll give it to you because no. I'm not a stickler for I, the rules. I don't want to right, pity, I, I pity one. I don't want it. I don't want it. We did pretty decent, though. Yes, right up to the did. last two. Yeah. yeah. Right no, up this to was the last fun. two. Even with the guy balls. And, it was, and it was me dropping, dropping the balls. Thank you for your patience, everybody. We really appreciate it. Amen. We're going to go Amen. into prayer because I feel like we need it. Because, um, yes. So we're going to hand it over to Kevin. Kevin's going to pray. It's going to be so it's good. not about Frosty. It's cool. Okay, um, <laughs> Kevin, go ahead. <laughs> Welcome back. 
Um, I'm chuckling a little inside because I just got told, speak up, Kevin. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do my best. We're going to go real quick into confessions here. Um, we do this throughout the week. Uh, from time to time, we have a number of confessions that we speak over our lives that come directly from the Word of God. And um, the Word tells you, it teaches to, to speak, to mutter, to meditate on the Word of the Lord. And uh, we, we purpose ourselves to do that for specific things. And today, our confession is confession number four, I believe it is, confession number four. And it is talking about the, the weapons formed against us. So I wanted to just tell you, I, I want to comment. There's a number of things the enemy uses as weapons against us. And sometimes it's shame. Sometimes it's sickness and disease. Some, sometimes it's just lies that he throws at us that, we, that try to distract us from God or, or lose faith in what God has spoken to us or what his word says about us. So understand, this is not just, you know, somebody putting a gun at you, you know, and saying, you, give me your money. These are the things the enemy throws at you. And, and the word of God is powerful to resist the enemy. So confess this with me. We're going to go into it now. Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed in Jesus' name. Okay, let's make this personal. Every weapon formed against me is exposed will not prosper, and is destroyed. Amen. Take that word, confess it over your life, see that the Lord moves in your life. He will, he will protect you, he will heal you, he will bless you. Uh, his love is for you and not against you. Always remember that the Lord loves you and loves you more than you think. So you receive that in Jesus' name. We're going to move on now to Barrett's Top Ten, which is always a treat. We're going to have fun with this. It's sometimes controversial, but it is always fun to listen to. So hang with us for just a second. We'll be right back. intro is intense. I don't know as though I've heard the intro for my top 10 because I'm, I'm always here. Buddy says it is intense. It fits the segment. So here's how this works. I make a list. It's my list. And we find out if you guys agree with me or not. Um, we did learn this past week at the Bucks Life Group that this is not always the most unifying segment to turn into a game. Um, this is a polarizing segment. <laughs> But it's super fun. We're really excited about it. Here we go. We're going to go into my top 10. Before I even get into my 10, I want to let you know, an honorary person on this list would be Kevin McAllister. 
I, like, before we even get into it, just right out the gate, Kevin McAllister needs a spanking. Like, his mom needs to discipline him. He did not learn his lesson between movie number one and movie number two. His cleverness does not outweigh the fact that he needs to be more disciplined. Okay, we're going to hop in. Tell me who you think the worst Christmas character is, and let's dive in with number 10. Number 10 on this list is... Dun, da, 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 Lucy from A Charlie Brown Christmas. Now, here's the thing. I love Lucy. Like, Lucy, I, 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 growing up, I identified with her because she was a big sister, and I was a big sister. But watching it back, Lucy's a jerk. <laughs> like, Lucy's super mean. <laughs> All Charlie Brown wants to do is understand why Christmas is important. He goes out and he gets a tree. It's the wrong tree. She shames him. She hates Snoopy. Like, Lucy... Lucy's mean. <laughs> Are you guys like a, a fan of Lucy? Let me know. But William says Lucy makes a good number 10. Arabella says she's so mean. Um, William says she's not heartless, but she's no saint. It's true. Um, yeah, like again, I have a soft spot for Lucy. And I hope that as she grew up as an adult, that she became a nicer person. But at least in her adolescence, she's, she's mean. Okay, number nine. Dudley from The Preacher's Wife. Okay, this needs some explanation, and I understand that. This is not a common Christmas movie. Like, it's not one that you automatically think of. But anytime, I told you, I'm on a mission this year to watch all the Christmas movies. That's my goal. Um, so I watch, uh, let's see. Before I go, Jade says that she thinks that Hermie from Rudolph is the worst. Um, Hermie was also almost on this list, but he's not. Okay, Dudley. Going back to Dudley. The Preacher's Wife is on the list of Christmas movies. You go and you look through, like, top 100 Christmas movies. It's on there. And I watched this on Saturday with George. I'm like... It's a movie about church. How many, there are not many movies where there's churchy things. I'm like, sure, Whitney Houston sings, it's going to be great. Dudley is, is not a good angel. Dudley's like making moves on the preacher's wife. And I know they've got their own little relationship stuff to work out. But I, I do not think that an angel on assignment from the Lord should be more interested in, 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 in getting with the preacher's wife than he should be working for Jesus. I think Dudley's bad. I don't like Dudley. Um, I don't super love this movie either. Michaela, I love you. Um, but that's why he's number one. That's why he's number nine. Okay, number eight. Mr. Hector from Home Alone 2. In my opinion, the only real bad guy in Home Alone 2 is Mr. Hector and his accomplices. Like, the wet bandits, like, I know they're supposed to be the bad guys, but I love them. Like, they're, they're just, they're the happy, I mean, they're not happy, but they're the bad guys that you almost kind of root for. Mr. Hector, Tim Curry is always, like, creepy, as all get out. Arabella says, yes. Um, Buddy says, talking about Dudley, he's a fallen angel. Well, um, yeah, no, I think Mr. Hector is awful. Had he, had he not been so prideful because he knew Kevin McAllister had tricked him, he could have found another way. But instead, he just scared him off, running, ran him back outside, right into the arms of the wet bandits. He's the reason why Kevin McAllister is in danger. Um, William says, Tim Curry makes a good bad guy. Number eight is a good spot. Jade says, Mr. Hector is bad. Arabella says, he's so creepy. Um, yes. Okay. Number seven. 
<clears throat> mayor Augustus Mayhew, the mayor from How the Grinch Stole Christmas, is so rude. You know how I said that I hope that Lucy, when she stops being a child, that she grows past her like bullying jerkish ways? Augustus Mayhew does not do this. <laughs> like Augustus Mayhew is the grown-up who stayed 10 perpetually through his whole life. And he's just he's just mean. He makes fun of the Grinch. He brings up a whole thing. He knew that the reason that the Grinch ran away is because Augustus Mayhew shamed him in front of his whole public school. And then when the Grinch comes back, he's like, ha, 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 ha. I'm going to bring it back in front of you and ruins the whole, the whole thing. Augustus Mayhew is bad. Um, Serena says, absolutely. He's awful. Arabella says, yeah. William has never seen the Grinch live. Interesting. Um, Rachel says, what? In the sound booth, William. So I feel like this is something that you're going to be made to see soon. Um, but Augustus Mayhew is bad. Okay, number six. And remember, these are my opinions on them. Professor Hinkle from Frosty the Snowman. What a mean-spirited man. This snowman came to life. The children are happy. And Professor Hinkle is just bitter. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to steal the hat back so that Frosty can die. And that's what he does. Like, he's, he's a jerk. Professor Hinkle is mean. The kids didn't steal it. It blew off of his head, and they merely took what they found in front of them and placed it on the snowman. And when they placed that old silk hat they found, he came to life, and he sang a song, and they were happy, and then Professor Hinkle wanted to destroy it. So that's my take on Frosty. Um, Arabella says, yes, he's trying to cause the children to be sad. True. Okay, number five. Let's go into number five. Dun, 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 dun. Burger Meister Meister Burger from Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, he is a mean-spirited man, and I feel like that movie is politically relevant to times that we are in now. So I feel like if you want a, a pop-culturally relevant movie to watch, you could watch this one and maybe draw your own parallels and conclusions. But Burger Meister Meister Burger is mean. He wants all the toys gone just because he fell and he slipped on them. He could have looked down. He could have paid attention. But no, because his joy was stolen, he's going to steal everybody's. William says the old Bergs is pretty bad. I understand. Okay, number four. Are you, I feel like I'm getting lots of agreement with this. Okay, number four, Jack Frost from the Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause. Jack Frost, look, I said I wouldn't say who's the worst, but it's Jack. Like, Jack is the worst. <laughs> he, he just wants, he's on a power trip the whole movie, and he's on a power trip to ruin the North Pole. And he's just, he's just mean. Arabella says she doesn't think she's ever seen that movie. William agrees with it. Serena says that she agrees with the politically uh, relevant movie, so that's exciting. Buddy says he thinks the toy Santa was even worser. That's a solid thought. I forgot about that, buddy. I'll have to rethink that. That's a good, that's a good call. Um, Serena says, Jack Frost reminds me of Loki, a parallel I had never thought of before. Um, that's super interesting. William says, Jack Frost commercialized the North Pole. It, this is immoral. It's true. That's why he's number four. Okay, number three. We're getting into my top three. My top my top number two is going to be controversial, I know. Oh, here we go, it's number three. I forgot this is number three. I think that the Grinch from this version of the Grinch 
is awful. I, like, he's not a bad guy. Like, I know he's, like, the morally, the one who's morally redeemed. I know this. But he's super annoying. Like, super annoying <laughs> through the whole thing. I, I, like, I would, I know Serena, this is one of Serena's favorite movies, so I don't want to, like, just completely besmirch the character of the movie, but I don't like, I don't like him. He's, he's super annoying. Jade says that he can't get on, she can't get on board with this. Arabella says that he's not that bad. I, mm -mm. like, you know how, okay, Pastor Nicole, like, Mike Myers is her person that, like, she's just, anytime he's on screen, it's like, oh, my goodness, get off screen. Jim Carrey in this movie is that way for me. The whole time, I'm like, just get the Grinch off the screen. I, I go away. So that's my number three. I knew this would be polarizing. I knew, but it's okay. We're going to, we're going to move on. Number two, number two, worst Christmas characters of all time. Everyone from Christmas with the Cranks, <laughs> everyone in that movie is the worst. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> They're all so selfish, that whole stinking movie. There's not one person who is like redeeming in that movie. It's like, it's, it's just bad. Like the parents are selfish. The daughter goes to the Peace Corps and then decides, oh, actually just kidding. I am coming back and I'm bringing my fiance. Ah. And then she's super selfish. And then they lie about the whole thing. And then their neighbors basically try to blackmail them into having Christmas. Like it's just, it's just so the bad. It's, it's, it's so not good. Buddy says Serena is for sure on board with this. Serena says, yes, yes, yes. I couldn't even finish the movie. Joni says yes. Yeah, it's just it's not a good one. Okay, we've gone through nine. Here is my number one, the worst Christmas character of all time, according to me, you know, this really solid person. Santa Claus from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Santa is awful in this movie. <laughs> When's the last time y'all saw Rudolph? I watched this movie with Buddy and Serena this weekend, and George, like George and I are sitting there. I haven't watched it since last year, and this time watching it, I'm like, wow, Santa's mean. He makes fun of the elves. He makes fun of Rudolph. He, like, he's just, he, he's super mean the whole time. Uh, Serena says yes. Rachel says yes. Arabella says uh, that's true. William, in all caps, yelling at me, says, I respect your opinion, but I have to disagree. Um, Buddy says Santa shames Donner for having a deformed child. Exactly. Donner can't control the fact that he had a red nose come out. Donner didn't understand faith and what to believe for, and the red nose ended up being a blessing. And then Santa uses Rudolph. So, yes. Yep, that, that's, that's where I am. Um, Santa, I, I think Santa is the worst one. Um, but those are my opinions on the worst Christmas characters. William says, oh, wait, uh, that, it's that Santa. Never mind, he stinks. Okay, so William, we're, we're back on board. Guys, we agreed with all of these except for the Grinch, and I respect your opinions with that. Um, but that's been my top 10. What top 10 do you want to see next week? I'm really excited about Christmassy ones. These have been fun. Tell me what top 10 list you want me to do next week, and I'll make it happen for you. It's going to be good. But right now, are you ready? We're going to hop over with Pastor Brian and the Word. We're going to be talking about the three parts of man. This is something that's going to change your life. Get ready. Share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet. And we're going to hop into the Word right now. Love y'all. See you in a second.
guys welcome to what's the word it's so good to have you and good job transitioning over Thanks. here and man i really liked our graphic i think buddy made that today i really like it it looks good mm -hmm. good job buddy awesome and uh we're talking today about such an important topic yeah. and actually in our bible academy that's coming up uh one of the things that's going to happen is this is one of the first topics that we will talk about because if you do not understand this yeah. topic uh much of the bible will be confusing but when you understand this topic uh it actually unveils yes. a lot of it and i've found that the majority of christians in america do not understand this or they don't understand it to the degree that they shouldn't we're talking about the three parts of man what is that yeah. you know how does it work and why is it important to us and so share the broadcast we're getting ready to jump in right now it's going to be awesome Amen. share the broadcast and uh go ahead tell us where you're watching from and we're looking forward to seeing you uh put it put your comments in there and where you're watching from we love you so very much and uh, thank you for being here with us today so amen yeah, glory amen. to god um i was uh your your top 10 was interesting <laughs> i i am in total disagreement with the with the grinch uh that's one of my favorite characters of all time again i'm not shocked <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite of all time i like so. the grinch in the cartoon but i don't i don't I'm not always a huge slapstick comedy yeah. fan, yeah. and you are more yeah. so than I am. I like it, yeah. So, it's true. yes. <laughs> and, and I understand, like, from a sentimentality side, we quote, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, a lot. So I... <laughs> yeah, and you like that part of it because I, I we're like quoting it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yes. And I, yeah, but, and we do watch it. Like, it's one that we watch, but the Grinch himself, I'm like, eh. I'm not going to hang out with you at a party. Yeah. I'm find someone else. Yeah. Buddy said you need to see the new one that came out. It was dumb. Really? The, the one that Pastor Nicole said was really cute the other day? I haven't seen it yet, so I'll have to watch it this Christmas. Season. Is that the one that you guys have, EO? Yeah. But I, here's my thought going in. Why? Right. Why, why do a new one when you have the great older one? And why do, an, and I know why they do it for money. Money, but, money, money, money. <laughs> but when you have the great one with the Grinch, like you're never going to get that just right. This so. year, they're coming out with another one. <laughs> they're coming out with oh. a fourth one. I thought I saw Kevin and I thought it was Kevin Buck and it was like <laughs> Highway 601 Midland. I'm like, Kevin's right here. And I was like, oh, Kevin Nowicki. Priscilla's watching from the sound booth. Buddy's watching for right there. Kevin Nowicki on Highway 601 Midland, North Carolina. They're coming out with a fourth Grinch, though, and this what? one's a musical. Stop. I, j I only know that because I Googled yesterday specifically Stop. what the live one's called for this segment that we just did, and I saw the Grinch, the fourth one, the musical. So uh, that's a thing, apparently. Yeah. 
Yeah. That'll be a great screen crap capture right there. Screen crapture. Screen, <laughs> screen grab. Screen crapture might be a better description of it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, somebody's in the media booth. I think that was Julie, Serena, and Albemarle. Jade, I'm here. Watching from West Main Street, Logos, North Carolina. That's like a very specific like directions to you, Jade. <laughs> Kevin Nowicki, not a fan of Jim Carrey. I understand. I, like him personally, uh, okay, but his character, he's talented. I like his talent. But uh, not everything that he does do I like. But Have you look, seen any of those pictures of like 20 years ago versus now? Jim Carrey 20 years ago versus Jim Carrey right now looks super different. Oh, yes, I have <laughs> seen that. That's what's, you know, yeah, I have seen that. <laughs> had other thoughts. Miss Cindy Orr from Plainville, Georgia, right? Georgia. Yes. Yes. We'll I say Georgia. So. Let us know if we're wrong. <laughs> she didn't we'll put Georgia. It. Plainville, Georgia, I believe. I, uh, Julie said, I do like him in fun with such, uh, with Dick and Jane is what the movie is. <laughs> that movie, I need to get that movie again because that movie made me laugh so hard. But it's been years since I've seen it, so I'm a little concerned. Now. I've never seen it. I laughed so hard, and even Nicole laughed, so that was actually a fun one uh, for her. <laughs> and uh, Kevin says he's possessed, I think. Kevin the wiki, <laughs> I don't doubt that. Um, <laughs> I mean, really, a lot, Actually, a lot, of, a lot of actors probably fall into that potential. True. Um, that's, no, not, not joking. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Shaver, On the Road. And Julie Buck, Duck and Jane. <laughs> she tried to correct it. <laughs> she tried to correct it to fun with uh, Dick and Jane, but she just wrote Duck and Jane. <laughs> I've been so excited for you to get to that comment. <laughs> I was going to read it to you, but I wanted you to get to it. <laughs> that made Monday. <laughs> fun with Duck and Jane. Mm -hmm. All right, so... Let's talk, let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about uh, the three parts of man. So uh, when we're talking about today on what's the word, the three parts of man, can we put the graphic back up and do it like all official? Today on what's the word, the three parts of man. I think that they missed the directive. <laughs> let's try again. Guys. Hey, let's see. Oh, oh. All right. Now take it down. Yep. <laughs> All right. Now, ready? We're going to do it real official-like. Today on What's the Word? The Three Parts of Man. Yay. Oh, look at that. Why is the three parts of man so important? How does it help me? Why is it important? How do they work together? That's what we're talking about today, Barrett. Such good questions, Pastor. <laughs> I know. It's just awesome. <laughs> Jade says, ha, 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 in all caps. <laughs> So, We're here for Jade. Yeah. <laughs> Jade might have a lag. <laughs> a little bit of a lag. Two going minutes on. later. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one of the things that you see, let's go ahead and turn right now right to, now. let's turn to <laughs> Toyn, to 1 Thessalonians. That one was on purpose. Toyn? Toyn. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23. And it says this. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit, soul, and body be preserved complete 
without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you, and he will also bring it to pass. Amen. And so we see in this verse, in verse 23, that the Bible shows us that man, every human, has three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Mm -hmm. And if you don't understand those three parts, then you will have places in the Bible that don't make sense yeah. to you. So one of the things that we know, and let, let's just go ahead and take a look at this. Let's go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let me show you two verses, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 and verse 21. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. And so what the Bible tells us is the, the real man is a completely new creation, yeah. completely brand new creation, uh, when he becomes born again, right? He's a new creation. Now, here's the question. When you got born again, I know the same was true for me. When you got born again, did you look the same in the mirror the day before you got born again and the day after you got born again? I mean, I was happier, but happier. I looked the same. <laughs> but your body was the same. Yeah. So it wasn't our body. See, most people think that who they see in the mirror is the real man. Right. And they don't know scripture to understand the spiritual and the, the relationship between the spirit, the soul, and the body. And so they think that everything they thought, think is them, they don't understand that there's different inputs coming into their brain, yeah. right? Uh, they, they believe that everything they think is them, everything that they see in a mirror is the real them, uh, but when you start to understand that that's not the real you, the real right. you is a spirit and it's not what's seen in the mirror, then all of a sudden you can start to understand concepts like if I receive healing in my spirit, it will produce fruit on, in my body, yeah. right? Uh, so I remember at school years and years ago, ago we'd take a, uh, a carnation or something, a white carnation, and we would put that carnation in dyed water, like a, a red water or a blue water. And then that carnation would suck that dye up from its roots, basically, into and manifest in the, in the petals, in yeah. the flower, right? And so many times, the three parts of man, actually, when you understand what Christ has done to the real you, the spirit man, when you understand that, then you'll start to understand that how healing works, mm -hmm. how prosperity works, how his protection and deliverance work. Because he handles business at the root mm -hmm. of who you are, and then it manifests and it comes into being in the physical. Yeah. And so a lot of people actually receive, and this, here's some revelation for some people. A lot of people will come up to the altar and they'll come up and they'll get, you know, like prayer for healing. Yeah. They actually have the power of God. They actually have the power of God hit their body. Yeah. And they're healed at that moment, but it's just in the process of manifesting in their body. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the process of healing where it says in Mark 16, 
Uh, those that believe will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In other words, recovery came into their body right at that moment. Yeah. Right at that moment, recovery came into their body and it's working. Mm-hmm. It's working in them. It's working in them. But people will go, they'll look at something and go, well, I just got prayer just now. Uh, it's not manna, It's not healed miraculously now. I must not have been healed. It must not have worked. Yeah. And they don't understand the relationship between the spirit, soul, and body, and so they don't, you know, they don't see that. And so if you see here, your spirit man is made a completely new creation. Mm-hmm. And it's not the body that's made new. We know from other scripture, it's not the mind that's made new. Right. It's the spirit man that's made new. Yeah. But you are made completely new. If you could see yourself, if you could see that spirit man, you would see that spirit man go completely from dark to light. Yeah. Right? The light of God, the glory of God, because we are translated from a kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son who is the light. Yeah. Right? And so you would see that change. Uh, But then the Bible tells us the change that happens on the inside then uh, will renew the mind, right? Mm -hmm. The spirit man will start to work to renew the mind, right? And then uh, the spirit man will submit the flesh, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And we know about this body that it has corruption built into it. And it'll always be like that until we receive a new and glorified body, which the Bible talks about. So this this flesh man is always carrying the corruption of sin in it. And it's always going to try to get you to sin, right? But the issue is, through Jesus and through the new creation, you don't have to sin anymore. You have a power on the inside of you, the real you, that says, hey, you don't have to sin anymore. Another great thing is... Most people look at their past and where they're coming from. They're so uh, sin conscious that they're not spirit conscious, right? And so they're paying attention to the sins of the flesh. And so they have no faith that they could receive anything from God. But when you know that God made you a completely new creation, and if you go down to verse 21, it says this. He made him, Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Amen. We might be, in other words, Jesus made us righteous. He made us completely whole. And when we're looking at the sin nature of the body, and that's all we consider, then when we pray, we're going to sit there and go, you know, I don't, you know, I don't deserve anything. And you're right, in the sin nature, you don't. But because of the new creation and being made righteous, you do deserve. You deserve what Christ deserved because he made you his righteousness. And then all of a sudden your faith rises because of that. So a lot of times what happens is because we don't understand this relationship, we're basing everything that we live by off of sight, off of how we feel, Mm -hmm. off of how we used to be, instead of basing it off of the work that Jesus has done in us. And then you start to understand verses like, we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. 
The righteous don't walk by sight. They walk by faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. The just walk by faith, yeah. not by sight. How can they do that? Because they're looking to the spiritual work that was done, yeah. not the fleshly work that they brought to the table themselves. Yeah. Well, and this topic really makes the verse in Romans where Paul's talking about, you know, oh, what a wretched man that I am. Yeah. Like the things that I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't do, I want to do. Yeah. And it, it makes... We're going to go to that because that you see something there. So. Well, and it makes that stuff make sense. You know, a lot of Christians, and look, I was this way before I moved here. Like I remember when you taught on this, it was like my mind exploded. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Yes. Because in, in a Christian's walk, it, it truly can, without this revelation, feel like stuff's just happening to you and almost like you're powerless and at the mercy of God for what yeah. he wants in your life. Yeah. And look, we're, Jesus is to be our Lord, so he is to call the shots and we're to be obedient. But he gives us he wants us to be partners with him and he yeah. doesn't leave us powerless here in this yeah. earth. And, you know, it was really pastor and then evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. that taught me this topic and a visual that Teddy has done many times and I've, I've taken it and I taught it to the youth was I, I have this vision, visual in my head of like the good angel and the bad yeah. angel. And it's not like that, but just simplicity, simple, yeah. simplified. Your spirit's always going to be good. It's always going to point, if it's renewed, if you're born again, your spirit's always trying to hook you up with Jesus. Yeah. Always, always, always. It will never not try to hook you up with Jesus yes. if you are born again. Your flesh is always, always, always going to try and take you toward corruption. Always. It's never not going right. to try and take right. you toward corruption. So the battleground, if you want to even call it that, we, we control it. But the battleground for the enemy, it's in our mind. Our yes. soul is our mind and our will and our emotions. And when we learn... Two against one is more powerful, and we we discipline our mind, then we can have victory over our corrupted flesh every single time. Something yeah. you say, and you said it just last night, crucified flesh doesn't scream. Yeah. Like, it, the crucified flesh shouldn't make a noise. So this is a revelation that when you receive it, it literally changes your life because yeah. you stop yeah. letting life happen to you, and you influence life for the kingdom of God. Yeah, and, and so when we jump into this, we start to see that there's a lot of verses that start to make sense. Mm -hmm. So, for example, uh, I know some people, when they hear the message for the first time about uh, easy and light, yeah. uh, they struggle with that some because they have had it hard in life. Yeah. And it's like, I've been a Christian, I've had it hard at different times. Well, the issue is... It's easy and light to the spirit man. It's hard on the flesh. It's hard on the flesh man. But you'll be in the middle of the worst problem. Your spirit man's at ease. Your yeah. spirit man's at rest because your spirit man is made just like God. Yeah. It's made just like him in its righteousness, yeah. in its uh, uh, being led by the spirit. It's made just like the Lord. And so it's never, a renewed spirit is never you know, going to be sitting there fretting or sweating because right. God's not fretting or sweating. Paul right? says he's content in all things. Yeah, and this, and so what you see is that when you say that, you're we're actually talking about the spirit man. Yeah. So if I, even in healing, if I'm sitting here and I my arm's broken, I say, I'm the healed of the Lord. Some people who are only flesh-minded would say, he's lying. 
He's not healed, but they don't know what I actually do have in the spirit. I have received that healing virtue in the spirit man. And now what I'm saying is I'm saying the truth about that spirit man, which I know will manifest in the flesh. But if I keep saying that I'm, that I'm broke, then what I'm, that I'm, you know, not that I'm sick or broken in some way, then what I'm doing is I'm confessing death to that spirit man, and I'm going to never see the healing, yeah. right? And so, you know, we speak the things as if they were, right? Not, not like they are. We speak them as if they were. Yeah. And so one of the things that we see is like in the easy and light. When you can get in easy and light in your spirit, then it'll manifest easy and light in the flesh. And, and yet, what we see, like a verse I know that you and I like, is Hebrews 12, 11. And this is a great example of the difference of the three parts of man. Yeah. So you see here, it says, all discipline for the moment seems to not be joyful, but sorrowful. Right. Yet... To those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. <laughs> so here's one of the things that you see is that what he's speaking of is the flesh man. It's not the spirit man. The spirit man has no problem with discipline of the Lord because it's made in his image and likeness and it's given, it's made righteous. Yeah. We're made righteous. So the spirit man has no problem with discipline. It's not sorrowful. It's, it's, it's not, you know, uh, sorrowful and it, it's not that it doesn't seem joyful, right? It is joyful to the spirit man. It is not sorrowful to the spirit man. It's the flesh man that this verse is talking about. And what it's saying is you need to put down your flesh by the strength in your spirit, man. And if you'll do that, you'll eat the peaceful fruit of righteousness. So a verse like that, you start to go, oh, that's talking about, Mm -hmm. that's talking about the the flesh man. Then you can go to like uh, Matthew 11, where it talks about if anyone, uh, if there's any weary or heavy laden, right? Your spirit man's not weary or heavy laden. It's not weary or heavy laden. He says, if you'll come to me, I'll yeah. give, I'll put my yoke on you and I'm gentle and I'm humble and, and you will find that it's easy and light. In yeah. other words, walk by the spirit and not by the flesh and you'll move from he- hard and heavy to easy and light. Yeah. And so you can see he's talking to the different parts of man in those verses. And so this is something that unlocks scripture. Yeah. And it starts to, you start to see the different pieces of it. Um, another, just to give you an example, another thing of the, the three parts of man is when you see in the body uh, or in the Bible, uh, spirit or heart, mm-hmm. those generally mean the spirit, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes heart, uh, and this is where it kind of gets confusing if you don't research the scriptures, uh, sometimes heart means the core, mm-hmm. which is basically a r- renewed mind, okay, which is more like the soul. So sometimes, and that's where some people, they need to search. And a lot of times, truthfully, this was not well known as the Bible was translated yeah. into English. Yeah. And it's it's something that that was not written in the same way that it should be. But heart can mean either the, or another way you'll see spirit in the Bible is the inner man. If you see the inner man or spirit or you see heart, most times those mean the spirit man. If you see the mind 
or the will, the emotions, or the soul, that means uh, the mind, will, and emotion. That means the soul. And, uh, but the, any of those can be, sometimes heart, when it means core, can yeah. mean the soul. Okay? And then you see the flesh man, or the corrupted man, or the outer man. All of those mean the body. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, so what you're seeing is once you unlock the three parts of man, Scripture starts to unlock. I mean, after mm -hmm. you... After you saw that, oh my gosh. scripture took on, <laughs> I mean, everything, everything changed. It really yeah. did. Like what I was thinking about a second ago was really even my thought life. And that's something that I'm yeah. always looking to do better with. But something you and Pastor Nicole taught me when I first moved here was learn to recognize what, what each part of the, what each part yes. sounds like. Yes. So, Going back to, you know, the good angel on your shoulder and the bad, the bad thing on your other shoulder, you know, your spirit, man, he, it's always going to sound like life. It's always going to sound like hope. It's always going to bring peace. It's always going to bring joy. Like your yeah. spirit, man, is always, always there to feed you that input. Yes. It, that's what it's there to do. Yeah. But your flesh, the voice of the flesh is death. The voice of the flesh is corruption. The voice of the flesh is temporary happiness. Yes. That's not lasting. Yeah. And when I started to understand that, like I remember the job I had when I first moved here, I'd be driving down the road for something and a thought would come in. And I literally remember, okay, we're going to take this thought. Where's the root of yeah. this coming from? Yeah. What feeling is this based off of? That's not a feeling of hope. It, and I would literally trace back my thoughts until I realized that was a fleshly thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and it sounds really juvenile and basic, but you've got to do that until yeah. you start to recognize, my flesh sounds like this, yes. and a good way to find out is fast for a couple of days, and you'll find out super quick what your flesh sounds like. It's really <laughs> whiny a lot of the time. That's true. <laughs> your flesh most often sounds like a spoiled child. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Yep. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the part of you that didn't grow up. Like, it's the part that just stayed. <laughs> Buddy, put the uh, verse up that you just quoted. He just quoted the verse, uh, the reference up, if you would. Uh, he just quoted the ver verse, though the outward man or the flesh man is perishing, the inner man or the spirit is being renewed day by day. Yeah. So every day it's made brand new. It's a constant renewal. But this flesh man is perishing. It's decaying. You know, it, It's going in that direction. You can see that there's a difference between yeah. the two. And truthfully, this revelation, this revelation unlocks so much. So there's oh a lot gosh. of people that do not understand. Uh, they don't understand healing. They don't understand prosperity. They don't understand a lot of these things. And what they haven't, this is the key. This is one of the keys that starts to unlock those yeah. doctrines. Because when you start to see this and you start to see that when I speak that I'm healed, and I confess that, I'm not speaking the flesh man. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking the spirit man. I'm speaking spiritual things that will manifest in yeah. the flesh. I'm not lying when I say I'm the healed of the Lord, yeah. that I'm the whole of the Lord when I'm going through a challenge. You know, I'm not lying. I'm confessing the truth that's in my, see, my spirit man's not sick. Yeah. If I'm born again, my spirit man is not sick. Mm -hmm. And so you, when you see that, my spirit man is not poor. No. 
right? They're, why? Because he's made in the image and likeness of God and he's given his righteousness. And the Bible teaches us that if you are righteous, you'll be blessed yeah. in every way. Right? If you'll do these things. Well, my spirit man does that because Jesus made me righteous. So now watch. I, w I want you to see there are things that we do in the flesh to increase our harvest. Do not Absolutely. misunderstand that. But when you go back to Gen or Deuteronomy 28 and you see the blessing and the curse... All of the blessing is already, it's, if you'll keep these words and be obedient, all of those have been done. I have a right to every blessing through yeah. Jesus Christ. Because in my spirit, man, it's already done. Now, the question is, will I allow my spirit, man, mm -hmm. to uh, do what it's supposed yeah. to, basically, will I allow my spirit, man, to tell the flesh, man, and what to do, and then follow that? Yeah. And if so, then I will have a bigger harvest in that yeah. way. Now, one of the things I want to do is I want us to go to Luke chapter 16. Because this, let's look at more of the three different parts of man, specifically in Luke 16. And this is the story of the rich man and the beggar Lazarus. The rich man and the beggar Lazarus. This is another one that blew my mind the first time you ever taught it. Oh, really? <laughs> Let me make sure I got that verse right. I believe I do. Uh, Luke 19? 16, 19. Okay, all right. Oh, I was looking at Luke uh, 17. I skipped. I missed it. Um, all right, so Luke 16, 19. The rich man and the beggar Lazarus. So now this will show you some really interesting things. Yeah. All right, so let me, let me just give this to you before, before we even read this. If you can imagine... Like, like this jacket, for example. If I take this jacket off and, and I drop it to the ground, it's going to fall to the ground in a pile, mm -hmm. right? The reason is this jacket is not me. Right. This jacket is clothing around me. Yep. Uh, let me put it this way since we're talking about it. This jacket is clothing on my flesh man, yep. on the body, right? But if you take the body out of the jacket, the jacket has no life of its own. Mm -hmm. The jacket has no life of its own. It's just clothing, mm -hmm. right? But it has a nature, it has a color, it has you know, a, a, a style and a comfort to it, right? It has all of these attributes, but it's not me. Yeah. Well, this is the same way that the flesh man is. Mm -hmm. Because watch this, as soon, the Bible says, if a person is born again, when you pass from this life, you immediately, it says, you will be with me in heaven. He says, you're immediately with me in heaven. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, right? So the real you immediately comes out of that body yeah. and it leaves the earth and is present with the Lord in heaven, mm -hmm. right? If you're born again, all right? If you're not born again, then you don't go to heaven, you go to hell. And the, we're going to read the story about that in just a second. But what happens is, so now my body, which could be seen as clothing for earth, mm -hmm. is absent of a, of a real person, of, a, of that spirit man. The spirit man is what holds the life in it. Yeah. And what happens to the body as soon as you pass away? The body will crumple to the floor just like this jacket does. Now what's interesting is the body takes a shape and a form over our spirit man. Mm -hmm. 
And what we're going to see in this story is the spirit man has a front, has a back, has feelings, has emotions, has, has thought, has memory. And all of that goes with the spirit man, right? All of that goes with the spirit man. And when a person passes from this life to the next, literally that spirit man, the mind, will, and emotions, and the spirit leave that yeah. body, leave that body, and the body, the flesh man, will drop to the ground yeah. because there's no more life in it yeah. because the spirit has left. And many times in the word it says the spirit has left him. That's, that's showing the difference between those two. Well, and obviously the next statement out of my mouth is not saying you shouldn't take care of your temple because the Lord's given you a to. temple to take care of. But what priority should your flesh be given attention to? Yeah. Like if in eternity your, your flesh crumples and decays, how much is it going to yeah. matter in eternity how much time you spent on your hair or how much time you spent like devoting to the gym? Like, and I'm, there's profit in that. Like, yeah. there's, take care of your temple. But in the scheme of things, so many people focus on the part that they can see. Yeah. But the part that you can see isn't even going to matter yeah. as you go. Well, in Timothy, it says uh, bodily exercise profits little. So it yep. does profit. Something. It, it does profit. Yes. But it's little compared to spiritual exercise. Yeah. And growing in the Lord. In yeah. other words, that will bring profit to every area of your life, including the body. Mm -hmm. And so that's worth more, and that's what we should focus on. Yeah. So, not saying to just throw yeah. your temple under the bus. No, you shouldn't. You'd be disobedient yeah. and actually out of out of walking out of some of the blessing. Yeah. So now look at this story in Luke 16, verse 19. It says, Now there was a rich man. And he habitually dressed in purple and fine linen, joyously living in splendor every day. And a poor man named Lazarus was laid at his gate covered with sores and longing to be fed with the crumbs which were falling from the rich man's table. Besides, even the dogs were coming and licking uh, his sores. Now the poor man died and was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And I want you, um, I want you to, yeah, Joni brought up the verse about uh, not just keeping the outside cup clean, but keeping the inside yeah. clean uh, that Jesus spoke of. That's exactly it. That's what he's talking about there is we need to be more spirit-minded than we are body-minded, yeah. right? And so one of the things here is uh, that you'll see is we are, and put this in the comments, we are a spirit we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. We are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. Okay? We are a spirit, we have a soul, and the soul is the mind, will, and emotions. So you can put that. We are a spirit, we have a mind, will, and emotions, and we live in a body while we're here on the earth. Okay? And that statement spoken that way helps you see what we are, what we carry with us, and how it operates. Yeah. We are a spirit, we have a soul, a mind, will, and emotions, and we live in yeah. a body. Okay? Now, let's look at that, keeping that in mind. Now let's look at this. Okay, so the poor man died and was carried away by angels to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. 
So the rich man died and he was buried. Where is his body? Where is the rich man's body? In the earth. Put it in the comments. Where the rich man's body was in the ground, in a grave, in a tomb, right? He was buried. So the rich man's body was in a tomb. But then it says in verse 23, in Hades or in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Being in torment and saw Abraham far away and Lazarus in his bosom. Now, wait a minute. He was, he was in hell, but where was his body? His body was in the ground or in a tomb, but he was not in that tomb. Right. He was in hell. Yeah. He was in Hades. Now, and here's something else. Where were, where were his physical eyes? In the ground. In the ground, in that tomb. But yet it says he, the real man, who the real man was in hell, the real man lifted up his eyes. The spirit man has eyes. Mm -hmm. The spirit man has eyes. He in hell lifted up his eyes. He in hell was being in torment. Mm -hmm. He could be tormented. Mm -hmm. His body's on the earth, in the tomb. But he's in torment. That means that spirit man, mind, will, and emotions, if he's in torment, that means he's processing thought. Mm -hmm. Okay? He's seeing. He, he has all of the... So one thing that this is a big revelation uh, to some people is like uh, mental problems and, and like memory problems. Memory is not a function of just the brain. That's a, that's a symptom of a physical world. Memory, and you're going to see this, memory and thought is a process of the mind, will, and emotions, which can supersede that brain function in yeah. that way. You see? Uh, in other words, what's in our body works because our spirit, soul, and our spirit and soul is in that body. Yeah. Right? And so what does that mean? That means I can go to God and say, look, I've got perfect memory in my spirit, man. Because I'm made in your image and likeness. Mm -hmm. And I can start to declare and confess. And I, I have great memory. Mm -hmm. you know? I have a clear mind. A strong mind. I can confess these things even if my brain on the earth has been trying to work against me. Yeah. Something different is going on in my spirit and my soul. Yeah. Right? Okay. So that's, I'll let you chew on that for a while. That was right. free. That was free. Yeah. <laughs> He said, so in hell, the rich man lifted up his eyes. So the spirit man had eyes. He was in torment. Well, think about that. How was he in torment? Could have just been mental, right? Uh, could, have been, could have been physical. <laughs> Kevin said, whoa, can you say that again about memory? Not right now. <laughs> Not on the replay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you more about it later. But uh, amen. And uh, he says, and he cried out. He cried out. How is a man whose body is on the earth crying out? He had a mouth. Mm -hmm. He has a mouth and he has a voice. Mm -hmm. This is the spirit man. So you can start to see the real man is not that body. Yeah. Right? He cried out and he said, Father Abraham. Well, how did he know his name? How did he know his name? His memory. He has his mind, his mind will and emotions all goes with the spirit man, mm -hmm. right? 
So he has memory. He knows who Father Abraham is. He cries out. He knows words. Yeah. He's got memory of words. Have mercy on me, right? Have mercy on me. And send Lazarus. He remembers Lazarus. And now watch this. His mind's not renewed. Mm -hmm. He still thinks Lazarus should serve him. Mm -hmm. The beggar Lazarus. He thinks Lazarus should serve him. He, his mind is not renewed. The same state that he was on the earth, his mind comes in at the same level. Mm -hmm. Right? Some people have said... Uh, and I, I think <laughs> Kevin says, I'll try to remember. I'll talk to you about it. And uh, so some people have said, and I, I tend to believe this, um, that we will, you know, we will know him as, as we're known. But one of the things is, if we've not renewed our mind when we get to heaven, that's one of the first things we need to do and will have to do is actually renew our mind uh, to the word of God. And uh, you can see right here that this man's mind was not renewed. And so what you don't know and don't learn here on earth and don't renew your mind to, you're going to have to still do that and you, in order. And that's going to be part of, I would say, what authority we give. So in other words, if you renew your mind, you walk in authority here. What does the Bible say? If, if you do what you should here, you'll be over much there. But the only reason is, and other people won't do much, they won't be over much. Why? They didn't renew their mind and walk in the fruit of it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's just another point. That's free too. All right. He says, send Lazarus so that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool off my tongue. Now, we don't know if he can see Lazarus or not, but we're assuming that he thinks Lazarus is in the same shape he is, just in a better place. So Lazarus has a finger. He understands he, he can get hot. He won't, he's, he's in a torture and he's hot and he yeah. says, I need cooling. But his body is still on the earth. Yeah. How is this possible? Because this, watch this. Now, now you'll see why I did this. Go back to the jacket. Doesn't this, if I leave this jacket on the floor, if I'm not wearing it, it's in a pile. It has no shape. It has no function. This body takes on the shape and the function of the spirit man. Mm -hmm. You want to know what your spirit man looks like? It looks very similar to your physical man. Very similar. But this body takes on the shape of it. This body has eyes because spirit man has eyes. This body uh, has, has a memory because the spirit man has a memory in his, in his soul, right? Uh, this, this body has a shape because your spirit man has a shape. This body has a mouth because your spirit man has a mouth. So you start to see that this body is not the real you, but it takes on the form of yeah. the real you, that spirit man. Okay. And he says, send Lazarus so he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool off my tongue. For I am in agony in this flame. He can feel the flames, yeah. even though his body's on the earth. He can feel the flames and he's hot. And he wants to be cooled down. Yeah. But Abraham said, child, remember that during your life you received your good things. Now, why would Abraham? He's got a memory. Mm -hmm. He remembers mm -hmm. that when you were in life, you received your good things and likewise Lazarus, bad things. But now he is being comforted here. Your spirit man can be comforted. Yeah. Right. And you are in agony and it can also be in agony. That's why we don't want to go to hell. That's why it's so good about the news that God gave us, right? He says, and besides all this, between us and you, there's a great chasm fixed 
so that those who wish to come over from here to you will not be able, and that none may cross over from there to us. Mm -hmm. In other words, you can't cross this gulf. A lot of people think, a lot of people, they've had people die and they come back to life and and they think that that person's coming and visiting them and talking to them and stuff. And most of the time, that's going to be a familiar spirit that looks and talks because they're familiar, but it's a a demonic spirit a lot of times Mm -hmm. uh, that would be a familiar spirit, but we're not going to get into that too much. I'm like throwing all these extras in there. (laughs) He says, verse 27, and he said, then I beg you, Father, that you send him, Lazarus, to my father's house. For I have five brothers in order that he may warn them so that they will not come to this place of torment. He remembers his life on the earth. He remembers his family on the earth. He has knowledge of all of these things. He's got a memory. He can be in torment. He feels heat. He's thirsty, right? He's thirsty. His spirit man is thirsty, right? He's thirsty. he's, He has memory. He has the shape. He has a mouth. He has a finger, right? All right. He, he looks just like what we would think we look like. It's just this is the real him. Yeah. He says, and warn them, but Abraham said, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. But he said, no, Father Abraham, but as someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. Even if somebody rises from the dead, they won't be persuaded. So, uh, which is a great warning to us. It's like, look, don't wait till you die. You deal with that now. If you don't know the Lord, then you deal with that right now. Don't wait till you pass. But, you know, what we're looking at is how awesome is the spirit man? How awesome is that spirit man? Now, what we're going to talk about tomorrow is this, is how does this stuff work together? How does it, what's the combination, you know, between the spirit, soul, and body? How do they work? You know, what's, how do they function? What's, what's the functionality between them? Because that's very important in living a life that's full of God's freedom. It's very important to live in the promises and nature of God. But now you can see the difference between the spirit, soul, and body. And we're going to talk about how do I tell the difference. Yeah. We're going to talk about these things. And here's another thing, just a, something for you. Next week, we're going to do a series, How to Be Led by God. Next week, how to be led by God. And let me tell you something. This three parts of man oh comes God. into how to be led by God. You can't be led by God without it. You can't understand how to be led by God without understanding three parts of man, which is why I wanted to talk about this week. Yeah. So I'm in preparation for next week. So <laughs> amen. It's like this stuff is huge. Make sure that you watch tomorrow's yeah. because this this broadcast in and of itself, like it's a great appetizer for it, but this is just the warm-up. Like there's so much in this that's vital to know as yes. a Christian. And because without knowing this as a Christian, you won't be properly effective. Yeah. Like you can't be properly effective without knowing this because I know for me anyway, I just, like I said at the at the top of this, I thought everything just kind of happened. I didn't understand how it all made sense. Yeah. This revelation makes it make sense. Yeah, yeah, it really amen. It, it, it actually 
a lot of the things that look confusing in the word, yeah. it makes a symbol. And a lot of wrong doctrines are unraveled by this yeah. revelation. And so what does it do for you? Amen. Uh, Kevin said the New Year buds work great. Good. Amen. That makes me really happy. Um, one of the things uh, that the revelation of the three parts of man does is it teaches you how to function properly as a spirit being, yeah. right? Second thing it does is it unravels doctrine. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much stuff in here that you'll start to see now and go, oh, that's how that works. Yeah. That now I see it. Now I get it. And so you things that you were being held up in in life, understanding the three parts of man will yeah. show you how that works. Yeah. You'll start to see how am I led by the Spirit of God? How do I know? Uh, I'm going to show you probably tomorrow. How do I know between what God is saying and what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. And because uh, they're not the same. No, they're not the same. And here's the thing: is every thought that comes to your mind? I'll leave you this question for tomorrow: Is every thought that comes to your mind you? Is every thought that comes to your mind you? It. Let me put it like this: and, You know, sometimes we're like, "Well, the devil will give me thoughts." Throw that away. Let, besides those thoughts, is every other remaining thought? Is that all you? And I'll leave that for tomorrow. So here, you know, because some people are like, well, yeah, you know, I know that the devil can tempt me in certain ways and things like that. But are all of your thoughts you besides what the devil throws in there? Is every one of your thoughts you? We'll leave that to tomorrow. Yeah. But it's going, here's one of the things. I hope that this revelation already has caused you just to go, okay, wow. Or even if you knew it, you see it in a different way. You, you start to see and get a revelation because it, it changes yeah. everything. But here's one of the most important things. Do you know Jesus like that beggar Lazarus knew Jesus? Are you sure? Are you sure that you won't be like the rich man mm -hmm. and find yourself in a jam wishing that you could tell people, but it's too late? Mm -hmm. You know, no matter how long you've walked with the Lord, every day is a good day to step into the fire of God again. Every day is a good day to step into commitment, a new and fresh commitment with God today. Why? Because he wants to make your spirit brand new. He yeah. wants you to be with him. He wants you to fellowship with him. He wants to make you his child and give you an inheritance. He loves you so much. And we, we've seen him do such great things. We want to give to him, but we can't give to him fully without following him fully. Yeah. And so right now, just pray this with me. Just say, Jesus, Jesus today, today you, are the Lord of my life. you are the Lord of my life. Everything you tell me to do, you tell me to do I, will do. I will do. You are my Savior. Are my savior. I ask you to save me you to from save everything, me. everything I need everything saving, I need from. saving from. And I from. And I believe that I have received, I have received you, as you as my Lord and my, and savior. my savior. I'm not waiting, I'm on, not it. waiting on it. I have it now. I have it now. And I believe Jesus, I believe Jesus that you took my sin on you, you. Took my sin on and, you. That sin and that sin took you to the cross, to the cross and, to the and to the grave and I believe, and I believe that God brought you back to life God brought you back to life and I believe, and I believe that when you raised up Jesus, when you, raised up Jesus you raised me out of that place of death as well I'm no longer in the place of death I'm in the place of life and life to the full, the full through 
Jesus. I won't sin anymore. I hand you that old man. I receive the new man. And I ask you, Jesus, baptize me. Fill me and overflow me with the Holy Ghost. Fill me and overflow me. Baptize me with fire. I ask you, and I believe that I receive a fresh infilling today and a fresh infilling of the fire of God. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We just give you glory for it. We praise you. Thank you for opening up our eyes to the three parts of man. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with revelation. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us all things, for leading us into all truth. Thank you, Lord. Everywhere we turn, you're pouring out your love. You're giving to us everywhere we turn. Everywhere we turn, you're giving to us. Everywhere we turn, you're giving to us. Everywhere we turn, you're giving to us. Father, we praise you. We worship you. We give you the glory and the praise and the honor. And thank you, Father, for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name. Just receive that right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kevin says, did the beggar Lazarus know Jesus or did he know the promise of Christ? That's a great question. And I would say that he didn't, I don't know that he knew Jesus at that time, but I know he got to know him yeah. when Jesus went and preached uh, to, to them after he was died and he went into uh, hell. He preached the gospel and he got to know him at that moment. And, uh, and that's when all of the ones that came before him became born again yeah. is at that moment. And I'm excited about that. Uh, it's, and instantly they were taken up into their promise into heaven and it's awesome. So, amen. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we uh, sow this uh, broadcast into you every weekday, uh, and it's completely sown into your life and given. If you would like to partner with us, listen, you don't have to just give uh, once every now and then or once each day or anything like that. Here's, here's what you can do. You can say, you know what, I want to partner. I want to be a regular partner with what's right. I want to be a regular partner with Boomerang. I want to be a regular partner with the Lunch Plus uh, folks. And uh, you can go to giveww.org and you can just uh, put on there recurring. And you can partner on a regular basis. You're welcome to do that. And we have people that are doing that. And we praise God for them. And we pray for you. We're lifting you up. We're believing with you. If you need something, you're our partner. Reach out to us. And we're going to agree with you. We're going to believe with you. And uh, if you'd like to give or so, even just a one time, uh, you can do that type in hashtag donate and the amount like a couple of people have already done there on Facebook. And, uh, or you can also go to giveww.org and you can give one time there. And Father, right now, we just agree. Lord, as they're given, Father, let it supernaturally in the spirit, let it be poured out. Shall men given to their bosom, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Let it be supernaturally quick. And Lord, let it be a supernatural multiplication uh, to them. And Lord, let it just be wondrous. Let it be wondrous in Jesus' name. Let it be wondrous in Jesus' name. 
Father, we thank you for it. We praise you for it. We give you the glory. Lord, thank you for changing lives. Lord, you're changing lives every day on this broadcast. I see it. I hear the testimony. Father, we thank you for lives changed. And can we just thank the Lord for the lives that he's changing through this broadcast? Like, let's just, everybody, just for a second, let's just worship him. Just take a moment. Lord, we worship you. Thank you, Lord. You are raising lives up to new levels just through Lunch Plus, through this idea and this broadcast that you gave to us, that you made able, Lord. You are lifting people up. You are changing their lives. Lord, they're being healed. They're being delivered. They're being set free all because of an idea and the provision that you poured out. And it's you, your power that's touching their lives, that's changing them. Lord, we worship you, we praise you, and we thank you for it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you. Lord, there's none of this we could do without you. Not a bit. We wouldn't be even be alive if it wasn't for you. Not a bit, Lord. Not a bit. But Father, we thank you. We praise you and we worship you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Thank you, everybody that partnered with us and sowed into uh, the ministry today. We thank you so very much. Thank you for being a part of what we're doing. We love you. And uh, so again, tomorrow, the three parts of man two, how it works, how it functions together. And uh, then next week, well, how to be led by God. We'll start in that on Monday. I'm looking forward to that. Amen. I know you'll like that too, so. Amen. It's one of my favorite topics. All of this, literally, like I'm, I'm not just saying it to say it. Like I, I could, but this is this stuff t- tomorrow, the rest of this week, t- next week. Yeah. This is the stuff that separates an average believer to one who genuinely produces in the kingdom of immediately. God. Immediately. 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 Yeah. Like so, so. So much stuff is placed on fleshly emphasis, what you can see. But when you switch your perspective to seeing through the lens of the spirit, seeing spiritually, that's when things shift because it has to take place spiritually before it can take place physically, before it can manifest in your flesh. It happens in the spirit. So when you change the root, it changes the fruit in your life. And even if your fruit has been good till now, you can go from having a tree to having an orchard. Like you can see massive production in your fruit, massive growth, massive harvest just from this topic and next week. Like these two keys will cause you to have huge output if you receive them. And I'm excited for you, for me, but for you especially because I know God, he doesn't just drop stuff in our spirits and pastor's spirit flippantly. This is to get you on another level. This is to get you operating higher than you've ever operated before. So don't just, please don't just hear these words and, and just let, let them pass you by. Make sure that you're in this tomorrow, that you watch this next week, that you grab a hold of this because your life, God wants it going higher than it's been before. Amen. Glory to God. It's true. All of that, that is exactly what happens. As soon yeah. as, this is one of those revelations. Even if you know it, the more you meditate on it, it immediately takes you higher. Yeah. And uh, I, I love it. It's, I didn't realize at first how important this was, but I see it now. Yeah. yeah I, I see it now. But 
Are you going to tell them? I'd like to tell them about Friday and next week. So. Speaking of going higher, guys, <laughs> this weekend is designed by God. Yeah. See, God, here's like I'm just chuckling because here's what's super fun about God is that His timing is so awesome. Yes. That everything goes together. So we're going to talk about the three parts of man today, tomorrow, likely Friday because whenever our series <laughs> ever short, uh, Friday probably, and then Friday night we're going to kick off Holy Ghost Weekend here at Boomerang. And we would yeah. love for you to be a part of that. You want to talk about going higher in the yeah. things of God? Yeah. The Lord That's has right. revealed to us specifically that this weekend, for those people who would esteem this weekend, this is a weekend where your life is going to change. Yes. Like the people that are yeah. here and esteem it, they're going to be marked by God, separated by God. Like God is doing a work in people this Friday. So that prayer night here at boomerang 6 p.m. until midnight we're going to be praying seeking the lord yeah. it's going to be powerful and then saturday we're going to go out and win souls we will see triple digits and souls saved this saturday we're believing for a, at yeah. least a hundred souls saved and I'm hoping for higher. Like I have hope for more than 100. And so that's Saturday. And then Sunday, we have Holy Spirit yeah. Sunday, where we just give all of our services are for the Lord, but we take extra time. We yeah. start at 4 p.m. and we just give that service to God and yield and say, have your way. We don't have any stop yeah. time in place. Do what you want to do. We'll be here till 1235, whatever. We're here for you. Yeah. It hasn't gone till 1235, but it could. Um, but it's just our time for the Lord. And that's going to be this upcoming weekend. And then the next weekend, it's Christmas service. How is it Christmas? It was March <laughs> yesterday, but that's beside the point. Christmas service, as I snort, Christmas service is December 20th. And we are so excited about that yeah. because we get to give to you, to any person who comes. We just want to serve you and love on you. For every child, we will have one gift for every child who walks through the door that's in the super kid age, so 10 and down. And then for anybody in youth age or up, we're going to have a few giveaways. We're going to be giving away a Nintendo Switch. We're going to be giving away a coach purse. And it's a nice coach purse. It's pretty. <laughs> and then for the men, we're going to be giving away a smoker grill. Like... You said pretty like that. Uh, it is pretty. Oh, oh, I heard an O on the smoker grill. So anyway, the pretty reminds <laughs> me of the nail uh, video. Oh, girl, your nail's so pretty. <laughs> your nail's so pretty. <laughs> it is, though. It's super pretty. It's, it's going to be so awesome. So that's just what we're doing in giveaways. Yeah. But then after the service, and the service is going to be all for Jesus. Like, it's going to be beautiful. But then afterwards, we're going to have a time where we come together and have lunch together. So we just want to give to you. Yeah. That's Jesus' heart, and that's our it's heart. We want to give to you. It's going to be a great Christmas family gathering yeah. at Boomerang. I'm excited about it. So the Lord's here saying, learn, yeah. grow. I'm going to pour myself out, and then I'm going to give myself. Yeah. Like, he's, he's just so good. Amen. And we want you to be a part of all of that. So yeah. if you're not here in Albemarle, you can come to Albemarle. We'll hook you up <laughs> with the hotels. We'll tell you which ones are the great ones to go to. Literally, drive in. We've had people yeah. drive hours just to come and be parts of the services yeah. before. That's how we got Buddy and Serena. Buddy drove eight hours down to be a part of one of our, our events that we had going on. And then the Lord said that we could keep them. So <laughs> if you feel lit, led to he come just, on down, he just come nodded. on down. He's like, 
Yeah, that's what, pretty much what happened. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to be a part if you feel led to be a part. So come on, that's going to be this weekend, two days Amen. from now. I love this. Jade said, I know my kiddos love all night prayer. They get so pumped. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. So. It's true. We love you. If you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast. This is such an important topic. We'll be back on it tomorrow, uh, next week, talking about how to be led by God. We love you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.